I was reading a book on brain physiology and its relationship to charity, and I thought it had some interesting points to make about Islam. You see, if you study the brain and how it's wired, it turns out that when we do good for others, it produces in us a good feeling. That is, we have a sympathetic connection. Now, of course, this may be one of our tendencies and it's part of our nature, but this does not mean that everybody's going to always be doing nice things for other people. Obviously, there's some socialization that can overcome the instincts. We see this in other areas as well. Now then, one of the expressions of sympathy is the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Which others? All others. But yet we see in Muhammad's life that one of the expressions of the golden rule, which is to be a good neighbor, that he attacked pagans, Jews, and Christians. He attacked all of his neighbors. And so this is just an example of the fact that Islam does not have a golden rule. Now, Muslims like to say that it does, but I challenge them to point this out in either the Quran or the Hadith or the Sirah. Indeed, the Quran says that Kafirs are worse than animals. Allah hates Kafirs and has made some Kafirs for the sole purpose of burning in hell. It goes further to say in 12 different verses that a Muslim is never the friend of a Kafir. Now, this does not mean that Muslims can't be friendly to Kafirs, but it does mean that they're never a true friend. Now, the distinction is we've met many friendly salesmen and know that they're not truly our friend. Now, since these 12 verses are in the Quran, I've often wondered why the Quran is not viewed as hate speech. Now, by the way, I am against hate speech laws. I'm for full-throated speech. So I'm not criticizing Islam here. I'm just saying that you would think that all of those who are running around in our law system saying, well, this is hate speech, could add one more. Now, sympathy comes from putting ourselves in place of others, and yet a Muslim cannot put themselves in the place of a Kafir. I was in a debate one time, and I made very clear that the person I was debating, who was a Muslim, knew that I am a Kafir. And he said, why would you insist on that? It's the worst word. I says, yes, Kafir is the worst word, and I want you to know that I know your dirty little word, and I'm laying claim to it. So how could a Muslim be sympathetic with something that is the worst creature in the world? Now, our brains are wired to be sympathetic, and yet doctrine can overcome that. So what happens is, is that the wiring in our brains overcomes Islamic doctrine in the heads of many Muslims. And they do feel like they are Kafirs and they're their friends. But that's because they're listening to their brain and not Islamic doctrine. Now as a personal judgment, I happen to think this lack of friendship, lack of sympathy, is the worst aspect of Islamic doctrine. And it's the reason I always try to tell people what the Kafir is, so that they can understand that they are cut off from humanity, or at least Islam's view of humanity. I dislike the Kafir laws because, not Kafir laws, but the Kafir judgment of the Quran because it places a barrier between people. And I actually happen to believe that humanity is one spirit, but the Kafir doctrine overcomes this one spirit sympathetic view of humanity. And that's the reason I oppose political Islam, or at least one of the main reasons. Thank you.